0: Raise your hand if you feel overwhelmed by social media and this constant need to post more, share more, be live more. Yeah, I knew I'm not alone with this. Preparing and posting updates on social media can take up so much time. So what do we normal people do who simply don't want to spend hours each day on social media? In this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast, I'm going to share my favorite strategies and tools with you that I use to organize my social media updates that help me stay sane and enjoy sharing on social media. Okay, here are my six quick and easy ways to simplify your social media task. Number one, don't try to be everywhere. There's Facebook and Instagram, then Pinterest, Twitter, Snapchat and so much more. If you try to be super active and engaged on every social network there is, you are setting yourself up to fail. There will always be new social media platforms and features popping up. But just because they are there doesn't mean you have to be using them. You don't need to be on every single platform. Don't feel like you have to do what everyone else is doing. Doesn't that feel much better already? I recommend that you start with one social media platform and only when you feel you have managed this one, get more active on another one. Because if you post inconsistently and mediocre content everywhere, you're actually not going to grow your followers anywhere. So where should you start? It really depends on where your audience hangs out and what you like. If you have an older audience like 40+, plus, it's probably Facebook. For younger people, it's probably Instagram. In the yoga world, I recommend that you start with one of these social media networks. This doesn't mean that you completely ignore all other platforms. You should still set up your profile or page there, also to make sure you registered your preferred username, but you focus on your one main platform. For example, when you choose Instagram as your main platform, you can automatically publish your Instagram posts on your Facebook page as well. And if you choose Facebook as your main platform, also post at least once per week on Instagram, but don't spend the majority of your time there. So focus on one platform for at least a few months and only then spread out. Number two, don't feel like you have to post three times a day. Did I just hear a sigh of relief? I'm really serious about this. You don't have to post three times a day or even once a day. One of my students in the Blissful Biz just told me that she signed up for this program by a very successful online entrepreneur and she teaches that you have to post three times a day on Instagram. She's really very, very successful, so I'm sure her advice is working for her. But seriously, who has time for this? That was my answer when my student asked me what I thought, because she was really struggling with this and had no idea how to make it happen. I can't think of any yoga teachers I know who would have enough time in their week to come up with quality content for 21 posts a week. And if you're not coming up with quality, it's just going to be fluff. People are sick of seeing fluff in their social media feeds, so they're not going to interact with it, which tells the social media algorithms your content is fluff, and then your content reaches fewer people in the future. Or these people will see your fluffy posts and unfollow you. It's really all about quality. You need quality content, not fluff. Forget about fluff. Quality counts. If you can only post three times a week, but those three posts are bursting with value and are well-written, then commit to that. This is what I'm doing and I'm happy with my results, though my followers are probably not growing as fast as they would otherwise, but I'm totally fine with that and you should be too. Especially Instagram. I mean, I love Instagram. I enjoy creating beautiful posts and I love Instagram stories. But fact is, I don't get a lot of traffic to my website from Instagram. I get most of my traffic from Google and then Pinterest. But this could be different for you, of course. One of my clients has a very large Instagram following, and this is her main marketing channel. She still only posts a few times per week, but she's very active in her Instagram stories and posts them daily. She gets great results from Instagram, like when she shared her online course and her stories, we saw the sales happening. So you have to figure out what works for you and look at your numbers, still When you only have a few hundred followers on Instagram and Facebook, I'd say posting three times a week is enough. Remember quality over quantity – Commit to a schedule and then be consistent. Because this is important. The algorithm looks at that and if you are consistent with your posts, you will reach more people organically. Facebook and Instagram want you to create content on a consistent basis that's like the foundation of their business model and they will reward you for that. So don't post daily for a week and then disappear for three months. I don't think you would do that, but it's good to know that it pays to be consistent, right? Okay, moving on, number three, repurpose and reuse content. What also simplifies things a lot is to repurpose content. When I'm creating a new blog post or a podcast episode, I try to repurpose this content into social media posts so this lessens the pressure to come up with new content. People aren't going to see your content in every single place that you post it, so you don't need to feel like it's overkill. You can also use something again that you posted already in the past. Like if you had a post on Instagram a year ago that got a lot of engagement, change it a bit and post it again. You might be thinking, won't this annoy people? The answer is probably not. Rarely anyone looks at your old posts or will remember them. And then don't feel your content has to be perfect all the time. There's a difference between quality and perfection. Your content can still be impactful and valuable without being completely perfect. If you feel like everything you post has to be perfect, guess what? You're not going to post at all. Sometimes I get stuck in this trap, especially when it comes to going live. My hair's dirty, I don't feel like putting on makeup, and before I know it, one of my accountability partners will be like, hey, Suzanne, you haven't been live on Facebook in a while, what's going on? And I realize that I've been stuck in my little perfectionism bubble again. Always good to remember, progress, not perfection. Just get it out there. Number four. Plan ahead and batch your content creation. This has been the biggest game changer in my business. At the end of every month, I sit down and create a content calendar for the month ahead, covering my posts on Instagram, my Facebook page and my Facebook groups. I look at upcoming holidays, promotions I'm doing and everything else that is going on and write down what I want to post when. The members in my membership program, The Blissful Biz actually get a social media calendar from me every month for the upcoming month with ideas what to post for every single day, six days a week. And I also include copy swipe files, upcoming holidays or special days like ice cream day or international yoga day. If you are interested in getting this, and I promise it would make your life so much easier and save you a lot of time, go to suzannereicher.com forward slash one to learn more about the membership and to sign up for only $1. So you only pay $1 for your first month of being a member and $28 after that and you can cancel at any time. That's suzannereicher.com forward slash one So moving on, I have my monthly calendar. And if you don't have a monthly calendar yet, I invite you to set this up right now or when you get back to your desk, depending on where you're listening to this episode right now. Open a Google spreadsheet or Excel file and create a calendar for the month ahead. And then fill it up with your upcoming events and promotions, look at upcoming holidays and all that. And then brainstorm content ideas. For example, when you have an upcoming workshop, you could create a post where you announce the workshop, then you have a reminder to sign up, then a last-minute reminder on the day of the workshop or the day before, then a follow-up where you share the results or key learnings the day after with the invitation to sign up for your newsletter to not miss any upcoming events. When you plan this ahead, you're really making sure to give this workshop all the promotional energy it deserves. I mean, you probably put a lot of time and energy in creating this workshop. You want to make sure that you promote the hell out of it. And this means more than sharing it once on social media when you think about it, maybe weeks before the actual event. So create a plan. This is actually your homework for this episode. Create a content plan. Okay, then each Monday I sit down and create the social media posts for the upcoming week. I add stuff to my Pinterest queue and Tailwind, I write and schedule my Facebook posts, and I create my Instagram captions. Some people do this monthly, but I find this too overwhelming and weekly batching much more manageable for me. When it comes to pictures or photos, you also want to batch wherever possible. When you're creating images for quotes on Canva, create a few at the same time. When you're shooting new photos, bring a few sets of clothes and try different locations so you have some content to choose from and then edit it all at the same time. I use Adobe Lightroom to edit my images for Instagram and I think it really makes a difference and make them look more professional. I use a preset that I bought and this way all images have the same look, they are brighter and crisper and they all just kind of fit together. Lightroom isn't free and I tried to do this in Canva but I didn't get the same results. Now I'm a bit fickle here and I really want my feet to look pretty so the investment makes sense for me. You could also use apps on your phone like Canva or VSCA and get great results with those. The point is to try and create a consistent look and feel of your feet to have all images look like they belong together. But you don't have to go all perfectionism here. I think that these days people really value authenticity more than anything. So it's more important to show your face and be real. Especially if you want people to really connect with you and not only follow you because you post pretty pictures. This is an easy trap to fall into. A lot of followers who like to follow yoga teachers, who post great yoga pictures, probably would never visit one of her classes or go to her retreats or buy one of her online courses. So here the total number of followers doesn't say anything about her business success. It's about being real and about connecting to the right people. It doesn't matter how many followers you have, if you have the right followers. Number 5. Schedule your posts ahead You really want to schedule your social media posts in advance and not post every day on the fly. Thankfully, there are great tools available to make this super easy. These are the tools I use for scheduling and posting. Number one, Tailwind for Pinterest. I get a lot of traffic from Pinterest each month, and that wouldn't be possible without Tailwind. Each week I add two to three pins to promote my newest blog posts and schedule them in Tailwind, plus content from other people. Tailwind also has a great feature called Smart Loop, which will repost my older pins to selected boards, so it has a higher chance of showing up again. Now Tailwind isn't free but definitely worth it if you're ready to up your Pinterest game. So I love Pinterest and I think every yoga teacher can get amazing results with it. But remember that I recommend to start with one social network and it probably shouldn't be Pinterest unless you have a blog and create new content each week. Then Pinterest could be doing great things for you. And oh, I'll include links to all the tools I mention in the show notes, so look out for them there. Next, number two, I use later for Instagram. I use the free Later plan to plan and schedule my Instagram posts on my Mac. When the post is ready to be published, I get a notification on my phone, open the Later app and post it manually. This works perfectly and I prefer writing my captions and editing my pictures on my MacBook and not on my phone. Only when I want to post a gallery of stories, I do this directly in the Instagram app on my phone. And then for Facebook, I use Facebook. I used to use SmarterQueue to post on Facebook but canceled my subscription because I heard from many people that Facebook really prefers it if you use their native scheduler and not a third party tool. As you probably know, Facebook doesn't show your posts to all your followers, but their algorithm decides what people see. And since you're a business, Facebook basically wants you to pay for ads and don't use their platform to shout out promotional messages to their users nonstop. Which is fair enough. It's a free platform after all. You just have to accept that. Smarter Q is a tool where you create a schedule and then add your post to a cur. Smarter Q will then publish your posts and will also repost them as long as they stay in your cur. It's really pretty cool. For example, I would add a post from my newest blog post and then it would be added to my blog post queue and get posted again and again. Meet Edgar is a similar service, That's the same thing. So while these tools can save you a lot of time, they are not free, and I now add my posts in Facebook and then schedule them once per week with their native schedule feature. It's more work, but I'm curious to see if it'll make a difference in my reach. So, okay, as I said, you'll find the links to all the tools I mentioned in the show notes. Moving on to number six, use templates for connecting and answering questions. Every day, I schedule around 10 to 20 minutes in the morning and again in the evening to look at my social media accounts and answer DMs and comments. I have a few standard texts that I use again and again, saved in my notes app to save time, but I always try to add some individual feedback as well. If you get a lot of inquiries or questions about the same topic, for example, about an upcoming retreat, save your replies in your Notes app or Evernote so you can simply copy and paste them. This isn't complicated to set up and it will save you a lot of time. You can also use these for emails, of course. Just make sure to edit them and address people directly. This is really important. You never want to sound like a bot or impersonal. I love engaging with my followers, and this is what social media is all about for me. But I don't want to get lost scrolling through my feed, so I try to be super aware of this time. I mean, I'm not perfect, and you'll catch me going through my Instagram feed when I'm waiting for my dinner or bored, but I try to see that as my free time and not work time. So there we have it, six tips to simplify your social media. Let me go through them again quickly. Number one, don't try to be everywhere. Number two, don't feel like you have to post three times a day. Number three, repurpose and reuse content. Number four, plan ahead and batch your content creation. Number five, schedule your posts ahead. And number six, use templates for connecting and answering questions. I hope these tips help you find your bliss in using social media again. It really is a resource that can make a huge impact for your business. My goal is to help you better manage and streamline your social media tasks in order to get the most for the time and effort you put in. Check out my membership program, The Blissful BizHive, if you want to learn more how to optimize your social media activities, get advanced strategies, and of course my monthly social media calendar with prompts for to post for every day and copy swipe files. Go to suzannereicher.com forward slash one to get access for only $1 for your first month. I'd love to see you on the inside and help you build a thriving yoga career and have more fun with social media. Okay, so there you have it. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, do so because I don't want you to miss any of my upcoming episodes. So no matter where you listen, hit that subscribe button and you won't miss a thing. Okay, guys, I'll see you here, same time, same place next week. Bye for now.